Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. Thank you for tuning into the first episode of season five. Yeah, as you know, we get to chat every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and that means that we drop over 150 episodes a year. Yeah, we produce some of the most content of any podcast, according to Spotify. So I want to take a quick moment right off the top here to thank you for listening. Spotify also says that we have some of the most loyal listeners in all of podcasting. And that means that you honor us with your time and recommendations to friends and family. Spotify also says that we are continuing to grow. In fact, over 60% of our listeners are new within the last year. I say all of this to say a huge thank you to all of you for listening so much to the podcast and recommending us to others. God called us to start this, and, and even now that, that we are into our fifth year, we will continue to do this till, well, we get pulled off the air, right? Sometimes we, we bring you heavy and serious topics, and, and other times we like to just laugh and have a little fun. Today, is one of those days for for fun let's let's look back at predictions that were made well a hundred years ago in an article from news.com jack evans says this he says dr charles protus steinmetz a a german-born american mathematician and uh, electrical engineer with the famous general electric company was one of those and arguably a viral star by 1900s standards. He is credited as a critical figure in the U.S.'s expansion of the electric power industry. Newspapers worldwide were kept, uh, were keen to hear how he saw the dawn of electricity impacting humanity well into the future. A prime example is page six of the Bolenberg Mail, which was dated December 22, 1923. The article headlined uh, in 2023 reveals some interesting insights from one of the pioneers of alternating current. Quote, Dr. Charles Proitus Steinmetz, the, the uh, uh, emulent uh, electrician, electrical engineer of the General Electric Company, successor elect of Thomas A. Edison, has brought down a myriad of humming batteries upon his head <laughs> by prophesying that by the year 2023, mankind will not have to work more than four hours a day. This is what the article read. Uh, let's mark that one down as a miss, though, can we? <laughs> However, less than, than half of American homes in 1923 had electrical power, and the dawn of electricity was cause for um, un, untethered optimism. Uh, quote, electricity or other forces will do the rest, it continued. But Americans weren't happy with the outlook. Quote, 
what can anyone do with 20 hours of daily leisure after the the eight hours of sleep have been have been deducted this is what the article lamented <laughs> dr steinmetz is being uh, challenged from all parts of the country he is politically a socialist and he is asked whether the four hours workday will bring with it compulsory amusements enforced by the government. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, if he was a true socialist, it's, it really is a valid question, right? I mean, a socialist view that, you know, we cannot be left to make our own individual choices would lead people to believe that if we only had to work four hours a day, it would be best for the government to tell us how to spend the rest of our lives, right? But let's go on. It says the article publishes the uh, the argument, quote, even under present conditions, when leisure is limited, people do not know what to do with the few spare hours. They turn to jazz <laughs> and work harder on a ballroom floor than in their offices in a whirling effort to forget that they have a little idleness to dissipate. <laughs> it Here's another one. It has already become the classic thing for elderly American businessmen to die as soon as possible after their energetic sons succeed to the business. <laughs> yes, you heard that right. Keep working or you might die according to some. <laughs> but they continued here. It says only four hours of business per day. Uh, that, is, that is to say only four hours of self-expression only one-sixth of the day to hustle, only 16% of life to make money, it continued. And it also continues to say, so say Dr. Steinmetz critics, by what right could workers be disposed from their work benches? Revolution would follow, perhaps, indeed, the precious formula of the electrical and atomic engineers would be destroyed and mankind would return to the days of freedom when there was work for all forever <laughs> the, the writer could no doubt be glad to hear most of us are still working far more than four hour, hour days uh, though there are now rumblings of a four-day work week which we'll get into a little bit later university of calgary researcher and historical newspaper specialist Paul Ferry uh, recently pointed out some other exciting predictions made uh, by century-old newspapers. Uh, Dr. Steinmetz gets another mention here, actually. He said, in addition to the four-hour workday, either city would be a spotless, uh, every city would be a spotless town. Yeah, every city would be a spotless town, thanks to electricity somehow. <laughs> I don't think that one happened. Another one that perhaps is, you know, fractionally true is the prediction that today's uh, a woman will blacken their teeth and shave their heads while men shockingly wear curls. <laughs> yeah, that was another prediction there. Uh, it is now predicted that by the year 2023, only a mere little stretch of a century ahead, women will probably be shaving their heads, the article exclaimed, and the men will be wearing curls. Also, the maidens may pronounce it the, the height of style in personal primping to blacken their teeth. Won't we be pretty? 
<laughs> well, there's a lot of curls on men these days, but I don't see as many women shaving their heads and blackening their teeth. But <laughs> um, one anthropologist in, in the separate article also uh, forecasted that men would curl their hair uh, with, with uh, his statement supposedly based on a trend of masculine and feminine style. So he kind of looked at that and said, oh, well, guys are going to be uh, running around with, uh, with curly hair. Mr. Ferry pointed out that the um, Minneapolis Journal reported a bold prediction for how we would fuel our futuristic air travel. Yeah. Uh, quote, it is an uh, attractive prophecy that Glenn Curtis, the airplane authority, gives of air flight. And this is what the article reads. It says he predicts that by the year 2023, gasoline as a motive power will have been replaced by radio that the skies will be filled with a myriad craft sailing over well-defined routes. Yeah, that one didn't happen. <laughs> According to one clipping from the, uh, an article entitled fewer doctors and present diseases unknown, uh, all people beautiful. We should all be beautiful by now. <laughs> it says beauty contests will be unnecessary as there will be so many beautiful people that it will be almost impossible to select winners. And the same will apply to baby contests, it asserts. <laughs> yeah, that one didn't happen either. <laughs> but other articles said in 2023, the earth would be full of centurions. Uh, it says by 2023, the average life of a man could be increased to 100 years. In individual cases, it could be increased to 150 or perhaps 200 years, it said. A scientist says a century from now, the average length of human life will be 300 years, another one predicted. In reality, we came up almost a couple of decades short <laughs> with, the, with an, an average global lifespan of 72.75 years. Uh, Mr. Ferry also found an article uh, predicting a solution to cold kidneys uh, because apparently that's a problem. <laughs> it said kidney cozies. <laughs> it sounds like something you'd, you'd find on Amazon, right? Kidney cozies will be worn to protect the kidneys on chilly days. <laughs> My wife's always cold. Maybe I should get her these. Just the same as a teapot in the north is kept warm by a tea cozy. <laughs> we want to keep our kidneys warm. Uh, one of the most accurate century-old predictions was that the U.S. would hit a population of 300 million. And currently, we're at 331.9 million. In 2023, the population... Well, in 1923, the population was only 111.9 million. So we definitely have gone up and we definitely uh, overshot even that prediction. Uh, the population of the United States in the year of 2023, uh, probably uh, 300 million, will uh, imply an immense progress in the drainage of our lowlands and the irrigation of arid, arid lands, it said. Um, and I would even say even like, you know, the... Um, the invention of uh, air conditioning and things like that have, have allowed people to um, be in areas where, you know, they wouldn't be able to, um, to, to go and, 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 and live uh, comfortably. Um, you know, there's a lot of, lot of technology that has allowed us to spread out uh, over areas we wouldn't uh, normally have been. Uh, Canada, however, 
fell short of its prediction population uh, in um, of 100 million. Currently, they're only at 38.2 million. Uh, another got close when predicting the uh, flight time between the U.S. and Germany in 100 years, uh, though we've reached almost half that. <laughs> a, a new Polar Airlines is, uh, is opened, making flight across the North Pole from Chicago to Hamburg possible in 18 hours is what one clip said. Of course, we can do that in about nine now. Uh, You've no doubt heard someone say, newspapers are dying. Well, it appears the conversation has been going on for a while because here's one right here. It says, in reading a forecast of 2023, uh, when my uh, varieties of aircraft are flying through the the heavens, uh, we do not begin the day by reading the, the world's news but by listening to it, for the newspaper has gone out of business more than half a century before one clipping uncovered uh, by by Mr. Uh, Ferry uh, here. He says, uh, expectations of our scientific achievements have yielded mixed outcomes. Uh, One paper said uh, that we would have to, we would have a cure to cancer uh, in uh, in, uh, 1923, while um, uh, while others said that we would be uh, communicating via watch size radio telephones, which really isn't that far off. It said here, it says, by 2023, there'll be no mail between New York and San Francisco, it said the clipping. Pittsburgh and London concerns will record on talking films orders from merchants in Peking and 1,000 mile an hour uh, freighters will make deliveries of goods before sunset. Watch size radio telephones will keep everybody in communication with the ends of the earth. Yeah, that actually happened. I mean, we we have our our watches now that we can communicate with, right? Well, last year we made a few predictions ourselves, and and I wanted, well, for better or for worse, to to look back and to see how close we came to being right. Uh, let's let's take them one by one and see how close to a profit I am. <laughs> Can we do that? Prediction number one, the economy will continue to be in recession this year. And in fact, uh, it will probably get even worse. Uh, I said that some of the main reasons that the economy has taken a turn for the worse is that our federal government pumped trillions, yes, trillions with a T, into our economy. Of course, this is money we don't have, so we had to borrow it and print it like there was no tomorrow. This created artificially high demand for things such uh, since people suddenly had more money, but the other end of the supply and demand equation was having issues. China, who we have depended on for manufacturing of our goods for years now, is not doing well since their you know release of covid from wuhan on top of this the biden administration has made it more and more expensive to ship things from one place to another the war on oil and other fossil fuels has skyrocketed energy prices and that makes everything more expensive making things even worse because of the high the record high inflation levels the fed has doubled interest rates and is showing no sign of slowing down they will probably correct uh, overcorrect and make things even worse so in short don't expect things to get better anytime soon with our economy especially with a liberal president and senate so i would put a true check mark on this one right all of the things that i i cited happened 
uh, the situation with China is actually worse than I predicted. It wasn't just COVID that has hurt them. Their economy uh, nose diving uh, right now, and, and they they will have to do something soon to stop that freefall. Uh, some would say that we are not in a recession, but well, that is because they have changed the definition of recession. <laughs> yeah, many of the uh, economic numbers that come out of Washington, D.C. take out food and fuel costs. Anyone that has to buy their own food and fuel, you know, to put in their cars and, and in their bodies knows that these costs are just skyrocketing. If the cost of something isn't increasing, uh, you know, as much as others, well, it's probably due to shrinkflation. This is where, of course, the amount of, of a product is you know, less in a package than before. So like a, a package is the same price, but now you only get 25 cookies instead of 30 or something like that. All right, prediction number two, the Republican Party's civil war will continue to cause problems. I said that the Democratic Party went through a civil war not long ago, and the extreme leftist side of the party won. Gone are the days of the, the Reagan Democrat that was more of a, of a centralist than a, than a uh, partisan Democrat. The, the public, Republican Party is going through a similar war right now. There is a fight within the party of who is going to control it. Will it continue to be the establishment types that are less concerned with ideology and more concerned with power? Or will it be the conservative right that is devoted to seeing conservative policies put into place? These two sides of the same party are at war, and because of this, the party will be less effective than it should be. As a, as a side note to this, it will also be interesting to see how the struggle with, um, will, will play out between President Donald Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. There are many that think that Trump's time has come and gone as a viable candidate, and many think that someone like DeSantis, who is not a populist uh, that, that, that Trump is and is more of an ideologue, would have a better chance at winning 2024. Well, I would say that this this became more true than what I ever thought. Uh, this, this civil war uh, was played out um, in the in the headlines as the then House Speaker Kevin McCarthy was removed as Speaker and replaced by Representative Johnson. Um, how it was done and and the plan or lack of one going into it, um, I, I I even criticized, but. The prediction was was spot on as as the fight between the establishment uh, moderates clashed with more conservative legislators. The part about Trump versus DeSantis has has been interesting to watch. Conservatives like DeSantis and and to some extent Nikki Haley uh, have not gotten as much traction as they would like versus the the populist Donald Trump. Uh, some of this has been because of the never ceasing attacks from the left and the Democratic Party. Uh, it, has, it has made many look at Trump as, as a victim, really, of uh, unprecedented un, and un, unwanted uh, political attacks. Uh, they, they would be right to hold this view, of course, but also there is a second thing that has bolstered Trump over, over his, his other Republican competition. Uh, this is that that Biden and even Harris ha- have been so absolutely incompetent. Uh, one of the main selling points for DeSantis and others is that they can beat Biden in a general election. 
But the polls are all now showing that Trump can do the same thing now. So this takes away one of the main reasons people would choose someone else over Trump, since it doesn't matter which Republican you you vote for, they're all going to beat Biden. (laughs) So here's prediction number three. There will be two trends for companies. Big companies will continue to show how woke they are, and small companies will not want to do that. I said because of the ESG, the Environmental, Social, and Governance uh, score, and uh, movement um, uh, companies will uh, will need to uh, virtual signal their, their wokeness in order to get loans and grants and financing. Uh, this will continue to be a, a bigger and bigger thing for, for these companies. On the other hand, with the economy going the way that it is, companies will will be hurting to do business. Many big companies will be looking for funding from banks that only loan to woke companies. But small companies, um, well, that that, uh, that that will have, have to be a hard thing. Um, I mean, they, they won't have... To, have to get the, the financing. They won't be able to get the financing. They're small. And so that won't be the case for them. Well, this one is sort of true, uh, this prediction. If I had to give it a score on the truthfulness scale, I would give it a, a 50 out of 100. Uh, it is true that because of ESG and other organizations, it is harder and harder for large companies in particular to not go woke in order to get a good score from them. Uh, this in turn affects things like how easy it is to get financing, things like that. Even our our own personal, um, you know, our, our personal environmental, social, and governance scores can affect us in this way. But there, but there has been a real backlash to the DEI movement, even at the corporate level. Many DEI departments are being slashed now. Companies big and small are feeling the money crunch and discrimination, exclusion, and inequality departments are, are not seen as something to, you know, um, to pour huge amounts of money into, especially if it means fewer customers. All right. Prediction number four, artificial intelligence will play a more significant role in society than before. And there will be challenges with that. I said that with the launching of chat uh, GPT, AI will not only play a greater role in our lives, but it highlights some issues that we will have to deal with. Many are having fun with AI generated pictures and paintings, but with the, the, the paintings being so good and how will human artists survive? How will they get credit for their work when AI can generate something just as good? Colleges and universities will also find it harder and harder to keep their students honest. When, uh, when you can ask some uh, something like ChatGPT to create an, an essay on almost anything, and it looks just as good, if not better, than an es- uh, essay created by a human, how can you keep students from cheating? Uh, there will be some really neat and cool things that can be created and run by a brain bigger than ours. And it can take some time to continue to refine the technology, but it is here now, and we will have to continue to deal with the good and the bad of it. For example, cloud technologies will redefine sports as we know them as, as it predicts the, the percentages of certain plays and moods. Uh, simulated worlds will reinvent the way we experiment, like uh, safety crashing a, a virtual car into um, a, 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 to, to collect data instead of 
you know, crashing a real one. Uh, the problem comes in with the fact that no matter how intelligent an AI system is, it truly does not really create anything. It just takes what is inputted into it and makes something from that. Real creation of art or the, the like comes from human brains. A heavy reliance on AI will not be good for the long term because it can't think outside the box. And I would say I was I was spot on on this one as well. The the only thing I I can pick apart on this prediction is that it is happening at a slightly slower pace than than I talk about here. AI will will change our lives, but there has been a rush to give it more credence than than it should have. Now, take for instance the company Nvidia Corp. The, the 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 stock price is enormously overvalued, and why? Because so many people think that AI will change the world and NVIDIA is a major player in that market. Yes, AI will do many things that we probably aren't even thinking about right now. But we tend to overreact to groundbreaking innovations uh, at, at the time that they come out. And so we might be doing that here as well, but we'll see. Prediction number five, we will continue to give free money to Ukraine and China uh, will invade Taiwan. Well, uh, at the time, I said we have continued to give money to Ukraine as it fights back against a Russian invasion of its country. This is not all entirely bad. It actually, it's actually only about 5.5% of the overall military budget for the U.S. And for the relatively small amount of money, the Russian military has been deeply affected. What is not going to happen anytime soon, though, is an ending strategy to the conflict. There should be one, but it should take Biden. Uh, it, it would take Biden as being the bad guy and telling Ukraine that they can't have all their initial land back. Uh, Biden is way too weak to do that. And, and, and Russia is not leaving without something to show for their efforts and sacrifices. And in the same way, with Biden being such a weak leader, China will take advantage and will invade Taiwan. This will be a major deal and it will be because we as a nation will not have the backbone to stop it. I would say on this one, we went one for two. Uh, uh, we, we, have, we have spent more than $75 billion in assistance um, to Ukraine since the, the start of the war with Russia. And, and the Biden administration is asking for, for more, even more than that. Um, this, this marks the first time that a European country has held the top spot in uh, being a recipient of our foreign aid since, uh, well, Harry S. Truman administration directed vast sums into the rebuilding of the continent through the Marshall Plan after World War II. But what we are seeing now from, from the war is a stalemate. And there are areas that Russia now controls that Ukraine will probably never get back. But it is pretty clear that Russia is not going to completely control the entire country of Ukraine. Now would be the time to facilitate real negotiations toward both sides to come uh, to the table and and, and to, a, to an agreement and to end this now. It's, it's something that the Biden administration won't do, but it's something that should be done. And the one that I whiffed on was the invasion of, of Taiwan and China. Um, it did not happen this year uh, for a few reasons, but I will say that I, I think it will still happen. It just 
didn't happen in 2023. All right. Prediction number six, other stupid predictions will come true. <laughs> that was my prediction. Uh, there are predictions out there that are absolutely ridiculous. Uh, ones like since the um, Mayan calendar did not uh, signify the end of the world in 2012 and 2023 will have a major calamity and something, you know, something like that. Uh, even the prediction that there would be a civil war in, in uh, in the United States where Texas and California would get together, uh, and make agreements with Mexico. I mean, all, all of that was ridiculous. Uh, this one was an easy one to predict. And, it, and, and it was, it wasn't even rocket science <laughs> that I got this one, right. <laughs> right. I mean, you can, you can pretty much know that, that, that wasn't going to happen. And, uh, and so, you know, at least it was an easy win for that, <laughs> but okay. So, so now that we have taken a look back at what we thought, you know, 2023 would look like, uh, both from a hundred years ago, you know, you know, 1923, um, to, to even, you know, just a year ago. Um, so let's, let's stop there for today and let's come, let's come back Wednesday with predictions for 2024, shall we? I mean, I, I would like to do that because I, I think it's important. I think, uh, I mean, these are fun and, and I, and I love to, to laugh at this and, and, and have a great time, but I do think it's important. And we'll talk about why a little bit, um, on Wednesday of why, why we, we look back and we, and we make these predictions. Um, it's not just to beat our chest and say, Hey, look at us. We, you know, we, we, we called it right. Um, there's, there's a, there's a biblical reason there too. So let's, let's talk about that on Wednesday. I would love to hear from you even in, in between time and see what you thought. And if you got any predictions, right. Um, and, and of course you can always do that at uncommonsensepodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.